Okay, Anchor, it's time to talk U-X. It's two letters of the alphabet. That's right. Covering spelling. I'm just kidding. No, what we're talking about is user experience and why it's important and uh, a little bit of my own uh, sort of feedback because after all, this is my opinion. So um, in your day-to-day, when you're working through like making digital products, there's this there's this, uh, this interesting thing where somehow you have to go from idea to like, I don't know, something a little more concrete, like what's it about, requirements, etc. And especially when you're building like front-end applications, like you're building mobile apps or you're building um, websites, you know, you name it. Uh, there's a there's a there's an experience somewhere in there, and what that means that means what is the user experiencing? It's that simple. Um, what you should probably do is there's all kinds of ways of doing this, um, but you know the simplest one is first is try to figure out what that idea is. So like, what are the requirements? Like, what can users do? Users can you know, create an account, user can log in, a user can, you know, view a feed of magical stuff, um, ideally unicorns, um, and, and go through there. And then you, once you've defined those, you know, you, you have a little more detail. And I think this is where people get hung up. It, the thing is, it's better to have something and have maybe some of that detail missing, um, because frankly, you're just exhausted, like trying to figure all this out and get a second set of eyes on it. Um, Cause that's really important. Well, once you've kind of defined that thing and what a user can do, then they're, you know, if you're working with a client, you get it, you get an approval on, yeah, this is the intention. Like this is what the thing is supposed to do. Um, you know, or you validate that with research. Um, but then you want to start planning out the user experience and here's where the part where depending on the complexity and how far you want to take it like if you're just a freelancer and you got this like little thing and you're not you're not really budgeting or estimating that you're going to do this like deep dive and you know product validation um because that process can get super super complicated um and and really be a lot of research i think that any research is good by the way like you know before a designer goes and comps up screens of, of something they should probably like check out some of the competitors or at least some you know designs that work with that treatment um, it, before you you do some feature research uh, feature documentation you do some feature research right you try to figure out what are the requirements if somebody wants something like Facebook that's great because now you can just kind of reverse document what Facebook is. Hell, you might even find somebody who's already done the work for you. That's great. Um, But in this particular uh, part of the process, what you're trying to figure out is who might that person be that is going to use this? Like who, who is the user of this product? And you're not always trying to figure out the one person but you definitely don't want it to be for you. Like that's, I think that's the biggest mistake. Like never, never say, well, I'd like it to work this way. So it must be right. Like that's, that's no bueno. You want to, you want to find a way for users 
uh, for you to identify users who are the user of the app. Like maybe they're a noob, maybe they're a pro, maybe they're a farmer, uh, maybe they don't have very good vision. Like kind of really think about like who are these people going to be? And then what you want to do is sort of like map out a journey. And what that means is it, it's a you know UX buzzword, but it really just means like what is the start to finish experience like for them? Like they're going to go and land on the app and be provided with information about you know like where you start with where they came from. So maybe they just organically downloaded it, like they found it in the app store, downloaded it, or they they were sent us a link through an email or newsletter maybe they were on a list that you bought or something whatever they get the app on their phone and that gets loaded up that 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 where they came from is important in the journey and then when they land in the app like what are they gonna see like you know you think about that so maybe there's this like this is an app that's all about growing vegetables and they then what's the next thing you know like they land on a, a section of unicorns who grow vegetables, like a, a unicorn tip of the day. Some craziness. I'm being abstract on purpose, but the point is that you've got this thing, this idea, where you're just trying to kind of figure out, like, what's the path? And then after you do that, what's the optimal path? Like, you go through there and you're like, um, you know, like, user goes and logs in or registers for an account it's like well do you really need that you know is our guest experience right this is where you start to really like ask some good questions and then you can get some good feedback but you want to kind of draw out all your assumptions in these journeys so you can find pain points um areas where you can improve and then you optimize it and then and then now you've got kind of what you need to to move on to the next bit which is once you've like identified all these things and you know you've looked at I don't know other other journeys from other apps and sort of def define that optimal flow uh, it's time to go to uh, wireframing and interestingly enough I've been highly fascinated with wireframing and I found this really like useful tool it's actually used by a ton of people um, I was using uh, OmniGraffle for a very long time and the thing is, OmniGraffle is like a really professional tool, and they've thought of a whole bunch of stuff. But the tool is complex, and I think when you're thinking about the journey someone needs to take, you don't want to have like a degree in physics so that you can use this tool. There's another one called Azure. The price points are prohibitive, but again, they serve a purpose. They really do. It's just that they're they're very technical tools. They 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 could benefit from simplifying a lot of that and just you know hiding things that people don't need but ah, maybe that's not their customer so I'm being opinionated but so OmniGraffle sure those are those are two really good tools those are great for like you know doing all of these diagrams and flows they can do just about anything you want they're very powerful like almost like the level of Photoshop and then there's like Sketch, and Sketch really isn't uh, great for for doing like linking between screens. They have plugins for it that 
are interesting. And Sketch is kind of a great lightweight tool, just kind of like mock out ideas. But yeah, so is a pen and paper, right? Or pencil. Um, you can use that. But the tool that I found really useful is called Adobe XD. And I think it means interaction design or experience design. It's really cool. Um, I think that they do a really good job of just keeping things simple and also providing um, very straightforward ways if you're used to any Adobe products like Photoshop or Illustrator. Um, it's a no-brainer. Uh, you dive right in. The prototyping tools are great. Um, you can even share these using Creative Cloud, password protected, so you know it's got that Envision feel. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a step up, great little product. And I think once you go through and you, you know, use it, which I definitely recommend, you know, you, you want to figure out like, you know, is this a web application, iPhone, you know, you want to lay out that first experience. Maybe you want to break out some of the elements and sort of create a common library. But the advice that I have is keep it real real bland you're not trying to go for design you're trying to go for content and maybe a little layout but too much layout i think dictates design um and i don't think you want to do that your first run you just want to make sure that all the information um that you think should be there should be there like if this is the screen that's going to have a list of the how to grow this type of vegetable and you want to make sure you have uh, enough enough content in that screen uh, to determine if that's the optimal look like maybe it's a card view maybe it's all about big images or maybe it's more about like descriptions um, no it, it, you can go on and on but the point is you get that laid out and then you link it to the next screen and then you know then you got something that someone can click through really fast and you know get a good guided tour on okay this is okay I get it you know and it's a it's a very great way to kind of validate that idea or at least get confirmation that you're heading in the right direction this is the you know expectation from the client side but and I I, I gotta tell you this very very important step to take I think that people who skip this process um, I, I think they end up doing a lot more work to make up for it because they're, they're sort of losing the client, you know, they're losing them by not taking advantage of these communication tools. So, you know, do yourself a favor and, uh, you know, build it out. With that said, it's been a while since I posted, but hope you like this one. I'll keep working on some new content. And uh, I'm a little tired, so I'm going to sign off. But check out Adobe XD and lay out something. <laughs>